internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, welcome back to Seeking Culture. I'm your host, Sabrina. Oh, you guys, it's been a long time, and I'm so glad that we get to have this time together again. There are a few things that have been on my mind, and I'm just wondering if maybe they've been on your mind, too. Has anybody out there ever read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? It's a cute little tome that was written back in 1998 by a Dr. Spencer Johnson. And uh, it's basically about two mice and their drive to find their cheese that's been moved. Now, a lot of management, um, or not management, but yeah, a lot of management, managers, supervisors, anybody in a leadership position has basically been either required to read this book or encouraged to read this book. And it's a very interesting little book about how these two mice find themselves without any cheese and how they go through, they go about finding their cheese. And so one of the mice comes upon this whole hoard of cheese. And so he's very satisfied with his discovery. And so he's interested in just satisfying his immediate needs. So he camps out there. And the other mouse isn't too sure. He's eaten a little bit of the cheese, but he's thinking, what else could there be? So he continues along the maze until he finds a bigger stash of cheese. Now, how many of you out there have had that happen to you? Where somebody's moved your cheese, somebody's messed with your mind and made you wonder if there could be something better out there. Well, I'm here to tell you, I have a lot of friends who've worked in IT, and there there have been a lot of instances where they just put their head down and they just keep going at it and at it and at it, and they're working hard, trying to make discoveries, trying to push forward their product, trying to push forth on, you know, what it is that they're working on. And next thing you know, when they do finally come up for air, they find that, other people have either been making more money than them or they were never really being valued in the first place. Now, I'm sure that is common ground for a lot of people working at a job and then all of a sudden realizing that the work that you've been doing hasn't been highly valued because either they're paying somebody else more money or maybe there's a favorite who moved my cheese is a great starting point for anybody out there who's trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. So I would dare to say that it's not just for members of management or people who are in supervisory positions. You know, there's a great big world out there and there's a lot of money to be made and there's no reason why you shouldn't be out there getting your fair share. So you should check out that book by Dr. Spencer Johnson called Who Moved My Cheese? Another thing that's been on my mind while I've taken time away from this uh, little show of mine is thinking about money. Money, it makes the world go round. Everybody's out there trying to get their piece of the pie. And uh, I came across a book called You Are a Badass at Making Money. And it's by a uh, 
Miss Cisnero. And she's pretty amazing because she's telling you in her book that while it's humbling to be poor, there's a lot of validity in the argument for going out there and getting rich. Now, rich, of course, she explains is making sure that your needs are met. So some people respond rich as being happy and other people think, well, of course I wanna be happy, but I also wanna be able to have the money that I need in order to support that state of happiness. Because we all know different things happen in life that can knock you on your ass. And it can change your perspective. People get sick, people die, people move, jobs change, administrators change, friendships change, partnerships change, relationships change, marriages change. Uh, Dynamics are changing all the time. And so really at the end of the day, you have to figure out how to make the most of your money. Now, of course, everybody talks about saving money. And of course, that is the way to go. Save your money. Watch your P's and Q's. Make sure that you're making the most of what you've got. Be a spendthrift. But save that almighty dollar. But here's the thing. The other thing is, when you're looking at making a change, you need to start doing things for you. Not too long ago, I realized that the current, jo- the current job that I'm in, while it's gratifying, there's a lot of politics that go along with it. And I had to make a decision on whether my focus was going to be on navigating the politics or sticking with my altruistic idea of being of service. And I realized that I really didn't want to invest too much time on other people's egos and other people's desires. I wanted to be of service and help the people that I could help the most by inspiring confidence, motivation, leadership, and doing what I could. And now since I take my job seriously, I'm also one of those people who works very hard at it. I take many, many hours of my own personal time and dedicate it to my professional career goals. But at the end of the day, I had to make the decision about where I would be going from here. Where would I be moving toward? And I decided that at the end of the day, you have to focus on what it is that brings you joy. So when I started this little uh, experience, this exercise on this radio show, I didn't really know where it was gonna be going. I knew that I had big ideas towards it. But of course, like anything else, You know, other things had to take precedence. I got sick. Of course, I traveled a little bit. Um, I did have my obligations to my part-time, I mean, to my full-time job. But at the end of the day, I realized, is that what I want to grow? And while the answer is yes, I also have to look forward. I have to move forward because I don't think that it's sustainable to be doing the kind of job that I do for the long haul. So 
I'm a creative person. And this radio show gives me an opportunity, a platform to be able to talk to all of you, but also to get my creative juices flowing, to think about what I want to think about, to talk about what I want to talk about, to present what I want to present. And to me, that's high value. I find that I can also inspire confidence, motivate, provide leadership experience, provide leadership um, ideas to you guys that are listening at home or in your car, maybe on your earbuds while you're lying on the beach. So I'm going to be focusing a lot more attention on this little show that's bringing me the utmost of joy. I have been thinking about what I want to talk about and and like everybody else, I don't live in a vacuum. I live in a world where things are constantly changing and sometimes you just have to grab the bull by the horns and go after the thing that sometimes scares you the most. I'm interested in sharing my ideas and I'm interested in expressing my opinion and I think that people who are thinkers especially forward thinkers, are people like yourself, people like me, people who want to talk about things that are interesting, people who are trying to find a way to make their life matter. And to be honest with you, that looks different to everyone. So all I can promise you is that I'm going to be sharing my experience, that I'm going to be changing my ideas because I'm going to be discovering. I'm going to use this radio uh, platform as an opportunity for growth for me. And if you want to come along for the ride, then I'd be more than happy to have you. So I'm going to be setting up um, some topics that I'm going to be discussing. It's going to include books. It's going to include real world experiences. And it's going to definitely delve into what it is that I've learned. So, most recently, I I had two things happen. I got sick. And right now, I guess it's the time of year that people are usually knocked on their ass with some kind of illness or another, upper upper respiratory infections, bronchitis, strep throat, the flu. But for whatever reason, this illness that I had really knocked me on my ass. And it really forced me to evaluate what it was that I wanted. And now more than anything else, I wanted to be healthy, but I also wanted to make sure that I had a way to express and share my creativity, my energy, my desires for learning. And so I decided that I would just go ahead and reaffirm my commitment to this radio show. I had an opportunity before I got sick to go to San Francisco and San Francisco is an amazing place. And I know that a lot of people have been to San Francisco, but this was my first time going there and I got to see beautiful vistas. I walked up a very steep hill 
and made my way to Coit Tower where they had different works of art by different painters that were very reminiscent and in the style of Diego Rivera. Now a lot of you I'm sure probably are aware of that name. Uh, he was the husband of Frida Kahlo and she recently uh, her life recently well a few years back I want to say like probably more than 10 years ago now which is not really recent but within the past 10 years she had her life depicted in a movie with uh, Salma Hayek and so if you're interested in art I would suggest that you go ahead and you investigate Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera so you could see what kind of political art they were making Diego was more of a he was a, an activist as far as a revolutionist. He was depicting what was happening to the common man within his artwork. And Frida Kahlo was describing her internal pain and heartache. And she was taking all of that internal angst and depicting that on her canvases. And in her paintings, you can see her inner world and what that looked like and so a lot of the paintings that I saw uh, in Coit Towers were reminiscent of Diego Rivera's paintings it was showing the advent of the the steel industry the train industry and how it was uh, revolutionizing uh, farming and it was just a beautiful, beautiful tower. The surrounding grounds are amazing. Jade plants, different trees, uh, some evergreens with a gorgeous view of the bay. And in addition to that, when you get all the way to the top, there's the observatory. And you're able to look down and see all of the massive hills that basically makes up San Francisco. I didn't have enough time to go see Alcatraz, but any great city is always worth a second visit. So I will be going back to visit that place. But what I did get to see was Pier 39 down in the Wharf um, District or the Wharf area. And it was just beautiful. And I got to see the sea lions. And one day I walked 16,000 steps. I got to go to Brandy Hose where they actually deep fry their pot stickers. And if you've never had an opportunity to visit that little locale, I would suggest that you hightail it over there right now. The service was wonderful. The food was delicious. And it was just an opportunity to sit and relax and eat excellent foods. Another place that I visited while I was there was this uh, wonderful historic bookstore called City Lights, where the likes of Allen Ginsberg have visited and given readings at. And it was just a, a wonderful, wonderful city. I mean, it was a welcoming city. Everybody there just seemed like very, very diverse, very open-minded. When I visited, I was able to... Um, observe the woman's walk and I walked in it for five minutes just to be able to say that I had been an activist 
Oh, it was a lot of fun. Visiting Chinatown was amazing. Now, Brandy Hose is not in Chinatown per se, but two blocks over, you'll be able to see uh, Chinatown because the demarcation for Chinatown is, it's very easy to see it because it has hanging red lanterns across the, the avenue. It's just an amazing place. So as always, I encourage all of my listeners to go ahead and do some traveling. Fill your life up. Don't leave this world empty. Capture as many experiences as you can. Share them with as many people as you can. Think, think, think. All right, well, I'm going to wrap up our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been Seeking Culture, and I'm your host, Sabrina. Until next week.